The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I know there are choices out there, and the fact that you've chosen us is uh, really greatly appreciated. Lots going on. The finale with Dr. Robert Malone will be at the bottom of this hour. That's part three. If you miss any part of part one or part two, or if you miss any part of part three tonight, we're going to post the entire thing up on, up on Rumble, nonstop, w- without any edits, 37 minutes long with, uh, with Dr. Robert Malone. You're going to want to go grab that. From what I understand, Rumble is going to feature it as well. So make sure that you stick around for that at the bottom of this hour. And uh, in the next hour, another big interview will be Phil Robertson from, um, from Duck Dynasty. Great conversation with him as well. There's so much going on. Yeah, Carrie, I mean, I mean, you see this, right? There's so much crap news. I yes. mean, stuff that makes you go, what? Yeah, it's That we bad. could do eight hours today. Could. It's like some days we're like, hey, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I know, yeah. But today, it's like, no. Full today. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's overflowing. Mm-hmm. So uh, stick around for all of that and then some. It is uh, the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy training it is what we're doing. I, 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 that is chocolate voice. How you doing? I'm okay. Polo getting her done. CJ in the chair for Sam. Appreciate CJ. For those who don't know, she's my eldest daughter. And just beautiful as they get. Oh doo doo. All right, glad to have you here. Carrie, there was so much reaction to my monologue about the crack pipes last hour that I went ahead and grabbed that monologue, got it to my video editor, Courtney, who has already put it up on Rumble. Wow, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Hey. Not messing around. Hey, are we playing around? Mm, Nope. Nope. CV, are we playing around? No, we are not. Why did you pause? You don't know what CV stands for I know. Who are you talking to? Oh, yeah, CV. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't you like being chocolate that's voice? Me. I me. mean, come on. I love it. Um, yeah, and, and the people love it too. So uh, we had to get that up there because the outpouring in the email, I didn't get to all the emails. I mean, there are probably two dozen more emails. And um, and I just read the first ones that came in. And so many phone lines that we had, we shut the phone lines down for, for the interview with Vivek. Um, it, it is one of those topics that it really does cross over the line. It doesn't matter what your politics are. Your money is being siphoned out of your paycheck going to the federal government in some form or fashion, and they've decided, let's take $30 million and just spend spend that on... Who do you, Carrie, I, listen, you know I gave a crack like 10 years ago. So, I no. mean, I don't know how... No, what? you didn't. Kids, Uncle Joey never did never crack. Never started, yeah. Would never, ever do crack. Um, for me, it's just crystal meth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, it's not, it's not what it's happening. None of that. We have no drug issues here. So, um... I wouldn't know how to buy a crack pipe, and by watching these shows about cops like Live PD and the show Cops, um, I always assumed that that crack users would make a crack pipe. Um, I didn't know that there was like a market to buy a crack pipe. I had no idea. So, uh, like, who do you go to? Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, where do you get these things from? Well, who does the Biden administration go to and say, hey, well, I'm going to need about two million crack pipes. What do you, yeah, how do you do that? I, dude, I and who's know. like, yeah, we'll make them. What the hell? You know, and they, you know, mm. your, your favorite brand of something is now suddenly making crack pipes because there's money to be made here. It doesn't make any sense to do that. If you missed my monologue last hour, go and check it out right now on Rumble. Rumble.com, put in Joe Pags. Uh, if you're not a subscriber yet, if you are a subscriber, you'll see my, my face up there in your subscriber line. I just click on that. It's the top 
video we just now posted it hot off the presses go and check it out right now it got people fired up it's, it got me fired up now cj i'm not gonna take any more calls on that this hour because we're moving on to other stuff but again go and check it out spread it around send it to anybody i don't care if they're left right in between communist socialist or your mama i don't care what they are your mama's a big party now uh, these days carrie did you not know that i did not you're part of the your mama party Uh, Send it to those people, too. Everybody should find out what this administration is doing. There's another harrowing tale from the DHS today that I'm not sure you saw. And uh, I'll get into that a little bit later on, maybe next hour. But the DHS is basically saying it's domestic terrorism if you disagree with the government. I'm not making Um, it up. I will read it from the DHS website. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's there. I'll, I'll read it. For, I'll read it for you. But we it. have to start with the idiot Eric Adams now, and I say that in the in the nicest possible way. Eric Adams is the guy who won the election for mayor, although Curtis Lewa should have won, in my opinion. Um, Eric Adams is the guy that said there is no crime problem on the subway, just a perception of crime. Of course, he said that after a woman was pushed to her death off the platform by some idiot that should not have been out with a, with a, an extensive criminal record. He said there is no crime problem on the subway, just a perception. Then the outcry came. The next day he said, there is a crime problem. I would be afraid to ride the subway. Suddenly he changed his tune. He, here's the guy who uh, just the other day said, I'm the Biden from Brooklyn. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, man? You know what I mean, Carrie? I, I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, I like Trump. I'm not, I'm, yeah. like, I'm the Trump from Texas. I mean, you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you I'm not that. doing that. It doesn't uh-huh. make any sense. I'm the Biden from Brooklyn. <laughs> and then he laughs mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. And then you hear a little bit of snickering in the background. It wasn't funny, first of all. He's also the guy who has decided that this guy Bragg, this Alvin Bragg, who is the new DA in Manhattan, he's got his full support. The mayor fully supports him. This guy Bragg is like, well, we're not going to prosecute anybody. We're armed robbery, no big deal. We'll give you an ankle bracelet. And, and that's the Eric Adams that we're talking about. Well, for some reason, this is how stupid, stupid the New York media can be sometimes, right? They've been following Eric Adams around, the mayor, to see what he eats. Had you heard this, Carrie? No. They've been following him around. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. To see what it is that he eats. And now he said that he is on some sort of a plant-based diet or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess these crack reporters, who maybe need to go to the program and get a crack pipe, these reporters, I guess, have noticed him eating fish. <sighs> and, oh yeah, so, that's what's important in New York City. There are drive-by shootings. going on in New York. Right. But Crime is through the roof. Oh, okay. Following him around, and they swear he's been eating fish, <laughs> and he's been lying about being a vegan. And I guess he responded okay. to that. Now, you, you've got a story on this. I do. And, and, and please, please to present this to, to those watching and listening because I want everybody to understand, as incredulous as Carrie just was, that this is what's important to them. This is really what they're covering. Go ahead. From BizPack Review, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams appeared stuck on repeat Monday while avoiding an answer to the question, how often do you eat fish? At a morning news conference in the borough of Brooklyn, Adams reiterated the phrase, I eat a plant-based, centered life nearly half a dozen times and let it be known he wants his fellow New Yorkers to follow his lead. For those wondering why his honor would take such a defensive posture to an otherwise innocuous question, the reason Adams was holding a morning conference was to detail the rollout of NYC Health Plus Hospital's new plant-based lifestyle medicine program. Our city is leading the way with the most comprehensive expansion of lifestyle medicine programming in the nations, Adams said on Twitter. This is personal to me. A plant-based lifestyle helps save my life. I'm thrilled that New Yorkers in every zip code will have access to this critical programming. 
And the plan lays out how it is an expansion on the Bellevue plant-based lifestyle medicine program that Adams had launched as then Brooklyn Borough President. Adams has told the New York Post his decisions to eat a plant-based centered life in 2016 helped reverse his diabetes. His condition had been severe enough it had begun to affect his vision. After refusing to answer the question of what else he eats and decrying the food police and any claims of his being vegan, saying reports surfaced from restaurants around the city stating Adams' menu preferences. A Politico reported Adams had in fact ordered fish as recently as Saturday when he dined with his predecessor, Mayor Bill de Blasio, at Osteria La Baia in Midtown. City Hall Communications Director Maxwell Young denied any such allegation. Adams released a statement to confirm witness testimony late the same day as his repeated claims to eat a plant-based centered life. Let me be clear, Adams' statement read, changing to a plant-based diet saved my life and I aspire to be plant-based 100% of the time. I want to be a role model for people who are following or aspire to follow a plant-based diet. But Adams admitted, as I said, I am perfectly imperfect and have occasionally eaten fish. Adams insisted that people ignore the noise. Don't worry about what's on Mayor Adams' plate. Put these items on your plate because I'm living a healthier lifestyle. And perhaps he's correct about not worrying what's on Mayor Adams' plate. Many folks were a bit concerned about why he was worrying about what's on their plates, not to mention his priorities. I mean, is this not the dumbest thing you, as a journalist? Really? I, this you're is, in New York City. News? Um, eight to nine million people. Mm-hmm. News to cover. This is what they're on. Uh-uh. I would say no, I'm not covering that. <laughs> this, that's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. It's that's actually, it's, it's ridiculous. And and by the way, the real hook in that story that you should have heard is Eric Adams saying, I need to get New York or New Yorkers on a plant-based, a plant-centered based diet, mm-hmm. however the hell he kept saying it. I mean, for him to say the mayor is going to focus on getting what, meat out of your diet? What does it matter what your diet is if you might get shot when you walk outside? What does it matter what your diet is? If you might, there might be a carjacking right in front of you or, or a home invasion or people stealing things from the Nordstrom as everybody watches them walk out with all the stuff. You care about my diet? My diet doesn't matter if I die. I mean, the diet is, is to keep you healthy and alive, right, Carrie? Uh, yes. So I'm going to suggest humbly, which is untrue. I'm being sarcastic. I'm not humble at all. But what I'm going to say, what? No, go ahead. What did you say? You said you were snickering. What? No, I was just, you know, you're talking about being humble. Um, I'm going to suggest humbly, mm-hmm. which I'm really not, um, that maybe you clamp down on the stuff that's killing New Yorkers before you worry about what they put in their mouths. I have an idea. What? Make sure they can walk. To, I know. I know. You're crazy. Mm-mm. You know, make sure an Asian woman can stand on the platform of the subway without being pushed onto the mm-hmm. tracks to her death by some nut job. You know, stop Asian hate. And he's out there saying that there's no problem in the subway. Maybe, just maybe, you know, get that violent crime task force back up and running instead of allowing it to have been stripped away by de Blasio. This guy's a former cop. Fix the crime problem. I got to be honest with you, Eric Adams. I don't give a damn what it is you eat or don't eat. And any so-called reporter that asked you that question should be fired immediately. But what do I know? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you want the government, the mayor specifically, or the president, to tell you what you should be eating or not eating? Well, at the same time, the people from the same party are offering up crack pipes. 
This is how nuts it is. He's really concerned about, Carrie, he's concerned about the health and safety of what people eat in New York City while he is opening up literal places for for drug users to go and use their drugs. Yeah. In New York City. He's opening them. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Guy, great to have you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you stopping by. Tons going on. Just open up a couple of phone lines. It is 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. Let me remind you about Super Beats. Super Beats are awesome. Super Beats Heart Chews. Been out for a while now. Non-GMO beets, and they mix them with grapeseed extract, and they taste delicious. I've had these. They're really, really good. And they're convenient, and and they're compact. Just put them in your pocket, put them in your purse, put them in your console, your gym bag. If you forget to hit Super Beats in the morning, you'll always have them with you. You can remember to do it. Why is it important? Because it it helps to give you natural energy, not like what you're getting with caffeine and sugar and and these energy drinks. That's temporary. This is going to last you throughout your day without the caffeine crash. Super Beats Heart Chews. Use clinically researched grapeseed extract to promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of your healthy lifestyle. So if you're getting healthy this year and, and you want to get that energy back, here's the way that you, 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 you do that. Just go and get these heart chews. Try them out. What do you have to lose, right? For my listeners only, get up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available. JoeLovesBeats.com for 45%. Up to 45% off is great. JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. John is in Albuquerque. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Hey. You know, you know the reason Eric Adams doesn't follow the Look, nobody wants to follow. I'm going to put you on hold because the phone sounds horrible, and maybe you'll, you'll get to a better cell. I mean, right, it sounds like you're going in and out of cells or something. It's that digital sound that is really kind of hard to hear. I'm going to try it again, John. But if I but if it doesn't clear up, I'm going to have to let you go, okay? Let's try it again. The reason why Eric okay. Adams is doing the diet. Go ahead. Well, he's pushing plant-based, but he really doesn't want to follow plant-based himself, which nobody really does. I mean, it's not to say, look, I'm an advocate of healthy eating and nutrition, but to remove meat is, this is kind of in place with part of the Green New Deal and a push away from meat that the the meat substitutes, for example, are the biggest farce there is, which which people will try to go to. But again, the, the He's he's eating fish because, of course, he wants to eat. People want to eat fish. They want to eat meat most of the time. So it's, again, a, a situation where they're going to tell everybody what they should be doing, and they're really yeah. not going to do it themselves. Which- John, I hear you. I'm going to let you go because it's just a, still a bit uh, shaky, but I got your point. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, Eric Adams says, yeah, a couple of times I had some fish. I'm not sure I understand that. I, I really don't, and, and here's why. If you're going to lie about how you're eating, and if he's eating fish, it's not all plants or plant-based or centered or whatever the hell it is, um, as far as I know, because he sort of apologized for eating fish. Why not eat the fish when you're at home and nobody can see you? If you're going to be the, like the liar-in-chief out there, then then be that and be consistent with your lie. 
The problem is uh, he let his guard down and, and forgot or something. Then he got all defensive about it and arrogant. Listen, I don't care how you eat. Your health is not my business. Your intake is not my business. I'm a meat eater. I've got a very good friend. Someone said my best friend is a plant-based diet guy, and he wants me to be. It's never going to happen. I'm a meat eater. I, I enjoy the beef. I enjoy the pork. I enjoy If it's meat, I'm, I'm good. So the fact that I do that should not be the mayor's issue or question. It should not be his concern whatsoever. And I got to be honest with you. The mayor of San Antonio, as much as I think he's a coward for not coming on my show after saying he would, um, I don't know what he eats, and I don't care. From what I understand, the guy works out, he's in pretty good shape. Um, I don't care what he eats. I really don't. I hope he's healthy. He's got a family. From what I understand, he's a, a good dad and husband. But uh, politically speaking, he sucks, and that's what I want to focus on. I don't care what he eats. When a mayor or a county executive or a governor or a representative or, or a senator or a president thinks they have the right to know what I'm eating, that's where we're going to separate um, the idea that we can never even have a conversation. If we're starting from a place where you think you have the right to tell me what I can and can't eat, that's a very, it's a very strange place. You're never going to get my support. And you're never going to get my attention, nor will I ever take you seriously. And Eric Adams, early on here, this just, just became the mayor recently, is, uh, is already showing himself to be a fool. Rich, Minnesota, talk to me. Let's go. Hey, it's Bill Gates is all behind us because he's the largest landowner now, farmer in the world. And he's trying to push that, that meatless uh, food on us. I was wondering, you know, this is why he's buying all this farmland, though. So he can grow all of these, you know, and it's going to be all commercialized because no, no single person now can afford with the gas what's going to be a farmer. He's going to kick all the farmers away. This is like up here in Minnesota. We had a poll ad buying all the farmers' lands up and then, you know, selling it back for a, you know, a raised price. But Rich, I think- Rich, I got you. You think that plant-based because Bill Gates owns all of the land now and he's growing all of the plants. Carrie, you don't, you don't do plant-based, right? No, I do not. I, I, hello, we've got the enzymes to break down the meat. We've like got the, the carnivores steak. in our mouth. Mm-hmm. And now, now here's what's going to happen. Somebody's going to write me some stupid... By the way, I keep on getting Immaculate Conception emails. Stop it. <laughs> Carrie, was I open to discuss <laughs> whether whether Mary really uh, was the Immaculate Conception? No. The, the whole topic was that there is a belief that the Immaculate Conception is Jesus. When you use that term, that term is, re, is always referencing Mary. Mm-hmm. And it's a term from the Catholic Church. Listen, I'm not arguing with you about it. Stop sending me eight-page emails about what's biblical and what's not. It doesn't matter. The term that's being used in, in the ether in this country and for centuries now, for, for millennia now, has been that G- that Mary is the Immaculate Conception. I'm just making the point that most people are confused that when they hear that, it's referencing Jesus. It's not. It's referencing Mary. Do not write me anymore on that. And don't write me you know, a- about this. We have uh, canines in our mouth. We have canines right in there. We, we are we're people that eat meat and, and fruits and vegetables, and we have the enzymes to break down meat inside of our stomachs and in our, in our gut. So do not write me an email. What I just said is verify. Well, the canines are really leftovers from the... I get some idiot write me, though. The cavemen said that the canine... What? (laughs) Stop. If you don't want to eat meat, don't. More meat for me. I'm actually okay with that. Part three in the finale with Dr. Robert Malone. When we come back, keep it right here on The Joe Pag Show. This is The Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Now part three of my special interview with Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. We talk about the New World Order. We talk about the, the, the actual reset people are pushing for, Bill Gates, and much more. Now part three, and the final part of my interview with Dr. Robert Malone. To your point, I mean, Dr. Fauci one day, a week and a half ago, said, hey, probably going to have to get a booster every year. And guess what the, the Pfizer CEO said the very next day? Hey, good news. We're going to give you a booster every year. So you're right. The, the government is working in collusion. I'll say it. They're complicit with these pharmaceutical companies making $26, $36 billion in a year and having you know uh, their, their profits go up by seven times in one year. It's going to behoove Pfizer to say, go get the shot. But let me ask you about something. That you, that you alluded to. Um, the Pfizer shot, Comirity, is not available anywhere. So this whole licensing that the FDA gave them full approval, you can't get it, so that, that's just a lie. But it's the same day, they, they re-upped the EUA for the BioNTech shot. And now Moderna's shot got the EUA re-upped quietly, and then the FDA said, hey, but we've approved SpikeVax, which isn't available anywhere. So what is that game, Doc? They put out these news stories where the Washington Post has a headline, Moderna fully FDA approved, but, but they don't say anywhere in, in the actual article that you can't get it anywhere and, and you're still going to get the EUA one that, that was available this whole time. Is that, so, is, that a, is that a furthering of the narrative to keep us confused? I, 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 it's hard for me to come to any conclusion other than to the extent that the Washington Post was a journalistic outlet at some point in time, um, that it is it remains an objective outlet. I mean, it's always had this... Uh, um, moniker Pravda and the Potomac right, uh, that's right. for my whole life. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that is another huge question, uh, going back to operation mockingbird, how much our intelligence community is biasing the reporting. And that that's, you know, that's like who assassinated JFK. I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of that rabbit right. hole, no matter who's president. I'm with you. But, but there's a lot of evidence that uh, the government does actively manipulate uh, media messaging, and the Washington Post seems to be a leading uh, supplicant in that, uh, particularly under the uh, leadership of Mr. Bezos, who has ties to the World Economic Forum. I, I'm, I've been dragged unwillingly into this worldview that this is really all about the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. I really don't like having to go there, but as I've learned more and more, and a lot of this is open and transparent, and I've learned about the World Economic Leaders, uh, Young Leaders Program, World Economic Forum Young Leaders Program, and how many of the people like Pete Buttigieg and um, uh, Gavin Newsom and Justin Trudeau and uh, our, our Surgeon General and uh, the leader of uh, New Zealand and and it just goes on and on and on. What what has happened is that uh, World WEF has trained uh, a bunch of uh, future bureaucrats and uh, inserted them into uh, the Western democracies all across the world. And they're very proud of it. Klaus Schwab uh, brags about it uh, in public statements. And uh, I, I Steve. Uh, Bannon uses the phrase the party of Davos right. to describe this. And I think there's a lot of merit to thinking that way uh, in realizing that what we have here is um, a concerted 30-year effort to migrate towards a one-world government structure run by these people. And um, 
here's here's the rub. Even if I was so inclined to give up my personal liberty, which I'm not, yeah. uh, obviously, uh, these people have proven to be incompetent. And uh, even even if a case could be made that a global uh, um, political structure uh, would lead to mitigation of a variety of things in this overpopulated environment we're in. And that's another thing that can be argued. Right. Um, but, uh, are these the people to do it? And, and I think what we've seen is there's, you know, the, the funny thing is in this whole cancel culture, right? This is supposed to all be about promoting diversity. Right. And, uh, if we've learned anything, diversity in, in politics is a very good thing and allowing diversity in interactions of different interest groups, which by the way, I got a secret. There was this bunch of radical, uh, landowner, small farmers, small businessmen about 250 years ago that came up with this amazing, uh, subversive document that we now call the constitution. Uh, and, and it works. And we, in my opinion, we shouldn't abandon it. And here's right. the other thing that I've been trying to push, Joe, coming back from this recent trip to Spain. What, one of the things that really struck me in my, in my travels in Spain recently uh, with the Headwinds group for videotaping was that Europeans still look, with all of our faults, with all of our mistakes, they still look to America for leadership. They still believe in the American experiment they still see us as the shining city on the hill. They still believe in Camelot. They believe in the fundamental goodness of the American people. And they're looking to us to lead. And, you know, I, I got to tip my hat because who would have thought a bunch of Canadian truckers would set the world on fire and um, be the ones to truly stand up and say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take this anymore. How awesome is that, right? Yeah, and it's interesting. Mass formation is being used in Canada to say they're horrible, they're Confederates, they're Nazis, and that's not flying because they're actually being heard by some of the outlets that you and I alluded to earlier on. I in think the, in what I we think about. you've just put your finger on something. When this, if you know, they say somebody asked me earlier in an earlier podcast, "What is history going to record?" and I and I I came back with, "Well, history is always written by the winners." Right. So we'll have to see on that one. Hopefully, hopefully the, if, the history is written by those who don't want to have a mandated vaccine and those who are driving trucks yeah. right now in Ottawa. I mean, I hope um, that I hope that you write that. I hope that you're the winner and you get to write the history because at the end of well, the day, if Justin Trudeau does it, it's going to be a big fat honking lie, man. It's going to be bad, you know. Well, so what I was going to say is, um, Matthias Desmet and his book on the psychology of totalitarianism, from whence you know, deep academic tone, highly referenced. Uh, from whence this logic of mass formation and what I call mass formation psychosis arises. I've noticed he's gone back to calling it mass formation psychosis. Right. Um, uh, if, if the, if there's an objective history here, I think the turning point is not my going on Rogan. I think it's the world becoming aware of Matthias Desmet's brilliant intellectual synthesis about the role of mass formation, the madness of crowds in, in the outbreak and the government and world response that we've observed.
And to connect two things that you just brought up, 30 years goes very well hand in hand with what you just said. 30 years is what it's taken for technology to become what it's become in big tech and social media. 30 years is how long it's taken George Soros to buy a bunch of DA's offices and people like Bill Gates to be looked at as vaccine experts when he's a he's a freaking, you know, technology guy. If even that, he's not really somebody who even no, wait, knows how okay, to do tech. He's so a businessman. I- I, I said this on Candace Owens, I think, really clearly. I'm kind of proud of myself. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> uh, I, I made the point that what Bill Gates is, because he's not a coder, he's not a software guy, never has been. What he is is an extremely adroit monopolist. He is a master at monopolistic strategy. He did it with the platform, uh, Dawson and Windows. Right. He did it with the platform Explorer, and he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar by the U.S. government, slapped down. Um, in the testimony, you see him rocking back and forth, which tells you a lot about his psychology. Right. And uh, then he pivoted and tried to rehabilitate himself by philanthropic works involving public health. And what he did was... As I said with Candace, a you know a tiger can't change his stripes, a leopard can't change his spots. Right. He proceeded to monopolize global health, and uh, we're living in his world uh, as a consequence of his his uh, behaviors and drives and people's willingness to take his money uh, in exchange for uh, comporting with his uh, agenda. What's interesting is that those who are watching and listening might not understand this, and I am kind of a technology guy. What Gates tried to do with Windows was he made Internet Explorer part of the actual operating system. Therefore, if you wanted to browse the Internet, you had to use his browser. You had to use it through his software, and he was monopolizing the browser market, getting rid of Netscape and Opera and a bunch of other browsers that were out there. The government said, you can't do that. Uh, th- that That is unfair competition. You're squeezing people out, and you have no right just because you wrote the actual operating system. I think that's what you're alluding to, right? Correct. And, and for and me, was, I mean, that, you're right. He's, he wasn't a technology guy. He at one point said you'd never need some, more than 640K memory in a, in a computer. The computer I'm using right now has 64 gigs of memory. So he's an idiot. He's not smart technologically, well, but you're right. In, in gathering, he he's pretty he had smart. A wealthy, he had a wealthy father who was well-connected, who, by the way, is, was a notorious eugenicist. Mm. And uh, he bankrolled him and supported him. He dropped out of Harvard. And... Uh, and had some lucky breaks, which he leveraged quite adroitly. Right. But uh, after he got he got reprimanded by the government and forced to divest of the explorer uh, position, uh, he his reputation was damaged so deeply that he clearly felt that he had to do something to recover, and that something was he pivoted to investments in public health. And he resigned from his position at. Uh, uh, Microsoft, I think Steve Ballmer is who he got turned over to. Right. And uh, he became an uh, investor in, 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 in theory, he's a philanthropist, but he's made it very clear that he's, he's made a significant personal uh, fortune uh, from this pandemic. Normally, a philanthropist in, an, in a situation like this would be proud of giving away their money, not right. making more money off of well, it. Well, I will never be turning the, to Bill Gates about whether I should be getting a vaccine or not, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> doctor, I appreciate you. Doctor, uh, it's rwmalonemd.com, um, rwmalonemd.com. Find him, rwmalonemd, on, on Gab, on Getter, and wherever else you could find him. Find him on any podcast or any interview that he does. Substack. This, 
Substack, exactly right. Uh, this is the guy that the left is lying about because if what he says gets out there and people understand the knowledge, research, and science behind it, then we're actually going to know the truth. And if we know the truth, they can't control us. Doc, I appreciate so much you coming back on. Let's do this as often as you want, okay? Thanks, Joe. It's always my pleasure. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Yeah, I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Let me reiterate, we will post that entire interview after the show tonight, all 37 minutes, nonstop. Great information. He goes after the establishment, goes after the government, goes after the woke crowd, goes after cancel culture, and he goes after Bill Gates. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Dr. Malone has an impeccable reputation and resume, and he's the guy, again, who came up with the technology for mRNA vaccines. Um, you heard his advice. I asked him directly. Do you think anybody should get it? Yeah, high-risk people should probably get it. I think it will help them. But nobody should be mandated whatsoever, and all other people should not be getting it. We're talking about natural immunity, we talk about everything. If you missed any part of that, go and watch all 37 minutes and spread it around to those people who are wondering. A lot of people have a lot of questions, and they are, haven't been allowed to get the answers on social media, on big media, and elsewhere. In fact, we're being told you better not say something against those, those entities, or else you're going to be in big trouble. And for me, that's an issue. All right, so we'll take your phone calls at 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. You can also email me, and a lot of people are tonight. Go to JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. It says contact. Click on that. It'll come right to me uh, during the show and even after the show. So go ahead and do that. Make that happen as well. Let me tell you in the meantime about total financial freedom. Total financial freedom is getting it done. Congress always talking about raising the debt ceiling. That's something that we literally cannot do. As individual Americans, you cannot raise your own debt ceiling unless you get more income somehow. If you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with all that credit card stuff, the signature loans, the internet loans, the uh, the timeshares, maybe get off the treadmill, get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than a th- than ten thousand dollars, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for fifteen years now, helping people like you resolve their debts, cut payments in many cases in half. Just give them a call and ask them all the questions right now. One eight hundred eight three three. 9444, 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name to get that free book, Joe Pags. And they're going to t- tell you how to easily cut those payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded. Their A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau is awesome. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now, 1-800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Okay. So... When you sit down with a guy like Malone, and we're going to have, Carrie, guess what? Tomorrow it's going to be Dr. Peter McCullough. Oh, all right. We're not playing around. Mm-hmm. When you sit down with these two guys, I want you to realize I am well aware of something many of you are not. The Joe Rogan controversy surrounds those two guys. Dr. Malone was on with Joe Rogan for about three hours. McCullough was on with Joe Rogan as well, telling the truth about the pandemic, about therapeutics, about treatments, about what's available, what we should be doing, what we should, we should not be doing. And these two guys are the reason why Joe Rogan 
is the target of the cancel culture. By the way, I'm a fan of what I've seen of his podcast. I don't watch it regularly. But, you know, when he had Elon Musk on, it was great stuff. I saw some of the Malone interview. Great stuff. I think he makes a huge mistake by apologizing. I do. Um, stand by what you said. Explain why you said it. And maybe explain that now I have a better understanding of why that doesn't work. But if you apologize to the cancel culture, you just showed weakness. And when you show weakness, they attack even harder. And that is what I believe is going to be the future for Joe Rogan. Now he gives in capitulates, and they delete 70 podcasts or something. I don't think Rogan should have done that. I don't know Joe Rogan. And again, from what I've seen, I'm a fan. I was a fan when he was on news radio back in the day on the TV show. Um, I was a fan of Fear Factor. That I doubt. Um, I'm not an MMA guy, but I think that his, his commentating on those matches are great. But when you, when you apologize and genuflect, they really do go on the attack. And I think that's a problem. So, Malone and McCullough, those two guys are saying the truth that is above reproach. Nobody in cancel culture who's trying to cancel Joe Rogan is admitting why they're trying to cancel him. In fact, I've said on every social media outlet you can. I've said on my radio show here. We've said it on, on video. I want one person to tell me one thing those two doctors said that you can call dis or misinformation. Hey, Carrie, you know what they said back? What's that? Crickets. They all have pet crickets at the house. Yeah. That's a they have they have no answer. They literally have nothing when it comes to why they want to cancel Joe Rogan. And I would bet my bottom dollar, and I'm not really sure what the bottom dollar means. Maybe it's the dollar on the bottom of the stack, I'm not sure. But I'd bet that dollar on the bottom that uh Crosby Stills, Nash Young, Joni, Joni Mitchell, Peter Frampton, India RE have no idea what the so-called disinformation is or misinformation is. They have no idea what it is. They're just doing what they believe the side they're on is saying do. And that's kind of nuts. We're going to get more into cancel culture next hour with Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Don't go anywhere. Keep it here. We've got plenty more to come as well, including the DHS, the DHS warning about disagreeing with the government. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.